This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on a Wednesday podcast uh, with Al. Hello. Oh, hi, Jerry. I want to clean one thing up for All righty, fair enough. Because I heard a caller uh, on the Boomer and Carton show. I'm not gonna, he didn't rip me or anything like that, but he definitely referenced me and thought I was nuts for not understanding why Craig would pick the Rockies over the Phillies uh, and went the other way and said it makes no sense. What it doesn't make sense to me is that the Rockies are 30-17. and 17. That was the only – there was nothing else. I am not an expert. I don't know anything about betting. I don't get it. But I just don't know why Craig would make that the lock of his day when a team's 30-17 and 17 taking on a team that's 4-19 and 19 in their last 23 games. Just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think betting on random baseball games – random basketball games, like I'm saying non-playoff, sure. regular season games for sports that play like 100 games in a season. What's basketball play? 82? 82. Okay, so that's too many games. Hockey plays like 300 games 82. a year. 82 as well. Yeah. Uh, baseball, 162. Right. So betting like a random baseball game in May, that's just insanity. Like how could you lock up any baseball game? You can't lock up any baseball. Right. It doesn't. By the way. I mean, there's a lot of games you think you can lock up. You still can't. Lock it up. That makes sense to me. So I thought that was interesting. Though. All right. And I am, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm contemplating going to Philadelphia to see this game tonight. You can get tickets. No joke. You can get tickets behind home plate about 20 rows up for $26. And you're going to go on a rando Wednesday night. I didn't say I'm going. I said I'm contemplating. You can't. I you looked into pro, tickets. Jerry. I'm thinking of going home, sleeping for a couple of hours, and maybe, I'm not sure. It'd be fun. All right. It'd be a beautiful night. I do enjoy going to that stadium in Philadelphia. It's nice. I find it easier to get to get to than going to City Field or the Bronx. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. You know it's going to take an hour and a half, whereas when you go to Yankee Stadium, it could be four hours. Right. You know there's a parking lot where you can park. I told you, my friends went to the Met game Saturday night. It took them from Monmouth County, where we live... It took them two hours and 50 minutes to get there. That that just shouldn't be. We get calls all the time from there's this guy named Dan and Carteret who calls me all the time. Okay. And he'll be like, so Carteret's on the turnpike exit sure. 12. Right. Not close to the Bronx. He'll call me all the time. He's like, uh, yeah, was that all three games over the weekend? The Yankees. Uh, I was like, and I said to him, I go, you're driving from Carteret to the Bronx three times on the weekend? He's like, oh, yeah, it's not bad. You go right over the bridge. It's you know, right we there. know how to get there. Yeah. It's the traffic, though, that's on the bridge. Yes. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. It's 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 crazy. Jerry, I was just out in the hallway before here at WFAN. We're on the 10th floor of a building in, right. in the Tribeca area. Although we're not really in Tribeca. We're in Soho, right? We're not really in Soho. Where we're are in, we? We're in something called Hudson Square, but no one knows what that is. Right. Well, we're here. 
the fire alarm was blaring. Yeah, while I was doing my winds update. It yeah, sounded that. awesome. You were doing your winds update. The fire alarm was blaring with the guy shouting instructions. Could you understand any of them? Didn't understand any of them and ignored him. And my whole point of my question about this is with these fire alarms, and they say that this is how people get in trouble in buildings that actually catch fire. We're so used to fire alarms and not paying attention to them that when there's a real fire, we don't pay attention to them. I'm glad you brought that up because I did the story this morning about what happened at the new SunTrust Stadium, I think is the name of it, where the Braves are playing. And in the third inning, someone tripped the fire alarm by mistake in the stadium to where all of the scoreboards basically read, get out, essentially. Really? That there's an emergency, use the exits, do not get on an elevator, and basically get out of the stadium. To which the umpires, reading the story, ignored it and said, play ball. How do you ignore that? Right. And so I'm sure, and I don't know, I didn't see the video of it, and I meant to go back and actually watch the game to see. But if you're a fan, you're getting out. And I would get out. And a couple of days removed from what happened in Manchester. If you're an umpire or you're a player, at what point do you sit there and say, oh, I got to do my job, it's nothing, or I got to get the hell out of here? Like, when? I don't know. I think we that's what we get used to. So I I look to Eddie. I go, what is, what is this um, alarm saying? He goes, oh, it's a test. We were supposed to go down. He's microwaving, you know, bro- beef and broccoli. <laughs> You're doing an update. There's a guy back there for the DA show. I'm worried about, am I going to be able to tape this podcast? <laughs> Meanwhile, the building could be on fire. I, we wouldn't know. It's terrible. I've always thought. How many, and this is a, it's it's an awful thought because so many people lost their lives, but if you go back to the terrorist attacks, how many people said, I'm leaving my desk, it's not right. that big a deal. Like, honestly, what is the point that makes you say, I'm leaving? We, I remember there was a bomb threat in Astoria to where a couple people stayed, and then finally they said, whether it was Mark, whoever it was in management, they said, no, no everybody has to get out. The cops got everybody out. And what we did was we left the board up. And I think it was Joe and Sid doing middays. They were on the air on their cell phones. And that's how they did that 15 minutes. Everybody had to get out. And that was a day where Bill Cosby was still filming there. He was out there having a football catch with Chris Russo. I mean, it was weird. But, like, it was really, it turned out to be nothing. But that was a serious moment where the cops were like, get out. Otherwise, I bet you half the building wouldn't have been so quick to leave. Back then, did you ever think Bill Cosby would be accused of uh, all these things he's been accused of, Jerry? Uh, No. Yeah, me neither. Nor did I think his life would end the way it's going to end. No, that's going to end poorly. I also didn't think Joe Paterno's life would end the way it would end. Good point. So that's the way that goes. Hmm. Jerry, this morning, I didn't have time to do this on the warm-up, but I had it on my warm-up show sheet. So what I do is I do a show sheet for the Boomer and Carton show. Then I put little lines next to the ones that I would like to cover with you. I didn't know that. In the warm-up show. I feel special. But there's one I didn't get to. Uh, At the Padres game over the weekend, a drone flew above the stadium and into the stadium. A small drone, like one that you might have with your kids. Or the one you flew into the ocean. I flew a drone into the ocean accidentally. This person... I guess was trying to get some shots of the of a Petco Park mm-hmm. there in San Diego. He flew the drone over the stadium, but then it kind of went into the stadium. And he was not in the stadium, this this kid, 20-something-year-old right. kid. And the announcer's like, oh, there's a drone in the stadium. And then it just 
dive bombed at a uh, and hit some dude in the thigh. In the thigh, really? No one got hurt, but the the Padres had to put out a statement. Uh, Petco Park had to put out the FAA. Now the FAA, this guy's going to be in trouble. He's going to have to pay like a fifteen hundred dollar fine. I'm sure he is for flying his drone into. Not a great idea. The stadium. Not a good idea. But he probably has no idea. Like, I think most people, when you buy a drone, you have no idea you're supposed to register the drones, that we the are. FAA can be yell at you for the drones, that the drones can only go a certain height. I look at it this way. I, the one I have, I'm not flying it any higher than about 30 feet. Yeah, you're not going to hit an airplane. I don't think I'm concerned. Do you ever think that people use those drones, to, and we've talked about this before, but as the technology has gotten better now, and Craig did the use the drone at Boomer's golf event. We saw that footage. It looks spectacular. Yes. Do you think people are using those drones to peek in the windows yes. and stuff like that? You do. I've seen uh, some stories in the New York papers where people are trying to go into uh, fly them near apartments. Just to see what's going on. I am sure high school boys are flying these drones near the windows of girls they're interested in. Think about college, right? When you've got the uh, the female dorms. Yes. Those things, I guess they could be buzzing around. Absolutely. But at the same time, if you see one, I mean, someone should knock it down. It's not like it goes unnoticed. Right, because they still make a noise, too. They yeah, still they hum. buzz. They hum. Absolutely. A friend of mine used to have a uh, a telescope, and he would uh, look across. It was not a powerful telescope. It was more like a one-eyed binocular. And he would look across at uh, the girl her bedroom across the way. Wow. He said one time out of all the hours he spent looking through this telescope into the neighbor's window, one time he saw the mom get undressed and saw her in her bra and panties. Is he aware he's a pervert? Well, he was, no, because I mean, no. he was like 14. Yeah. All 14 year olds, if, if given the opportunity, would do that. You said in all the times... Which meant it was over and over and over, and there wasn't much of a payoff is essentially where you went with that. There was no payoff. Pervert. 14 is not 7. Think of all the time when you spent as a young teenager, like 13, 14, 15, 16, of trying to see nudity. Like, we we didn't have access to pornography like there is now. Didn't have a telescope. So we used to have to search out nudity. Nor was I Marty McFly up in the tree with the binoculars. <laughs> Didn't do that either. Right. You binoculars, telescopes. Uh, if you would try to watch a dirty movie on like Showtime or Cinemax, it would take sometimes in 45 minutes and you'd get a quick topless scene and right onto the next scene. You're like, ah. So this was your friend. This was my friend. Hours and hours of snooping and perverting. With the telescope. And all he got was the mom. And I know I am, yeah, but, and even that, he said, somewhat exciting though, because of what you waited all this time and you did see a woman in her bra stop, and underwear. Stop, stop, <laughs> it's, it's a pervert. <laughs> no, a kid can't be a pervert. Yes, he can. A teenage boy looking to A 14-year-old with a telescope looking across the street inside someone's window? What do you call that? If I worked at a place that sold, uh. Not so much telescopes, but binoculars. I would 100% assume this person's looking to look in people's windows. I buy binoculars. You think I'm looking in people's windows? Um, well, you're, a, you're a sports fan. Right. Well, I call games. But I also don't understand people. The minute I get into my home, I shut all the shades, shut the the curtains. Sure. I'm not getting me, and I'm not getting. So this woman was getting undressed in front of a window. What was she, on the ground floor? 
No, she was on the second or third floor. Oh, I don't know. She thought she had the right to privacy when she was 30 feet in the air. Inside. Now, that said, remember when we went to Craig's event uh, in, I don't remember what month it was. I would say November, whenever it was. Remember the event in Manhattan by Madison Square Garden we went yeah, to? Yeah, we had to go up uh, elevators. Yes. Tall I got buildings. Off the, I took the train in. Like, it was your suggestion, which was a good one. I parked in Secaucus. I took the train. I got out the train. I didn't know which way the building was because I wasn't sure where it was. And I wound up going literally the longest possible route. And I ended up down, I want to say 33rd, I think. And no joke, I look up and there was a woman in the fourth floor. I remember telling Bob and Liz as soon as I saw them, like, you got to come back and look at this. There was a girl, fourth or fifth floor, right at the window looking down at the people, getting changed. I'm like, what is she doing? She was clearly trying to conjure up some sort of a reaction. She was an exhibitionist. I guess, but there was no one there with a telescope. Oh, you didn't bring yours. No. Or your binoculars. I don't have a telescope. I've never had a telescope. But the thing with the drones now, teenage boys, they can, the the drones videotape and take photos. Now, is that a thing? That's criminal. Is that a thing? What do you mean? Drone porn? Uh, That could be. That could be the next big thing, Jerry. That could be a big thing. I've not seen that on the internet. You're looking, though. I haven't looked. I have not Googled drone porn. I would do it here, but I would yeah, get in trouble. Get in I don't trouble. think you can. No. Although, if you put in food porn. Yeah, but people say they do that for everything. So it's like anytime they take pictures of, like, uh, here's my dinner Urinals. food porn or sneaker porn, which is just. Right. So why couldn't I put sneakers. in drone porn? I suppose you could. You think it would be forbidden? No. You don't. I don't. But I think I'm, what you're going to get go is. go to a website. Let's see if no, I put in. I think what you're going to get is people who are taking really cool pictures of their drones, and they're calling that drone porn. Like, they're excited. Oh, yeah. No, it's out there. Of a video. Oh, it's out there. Of people using drones to. Yeah. See, that's illegal because the people don't know they're being Well, how do you know? Solicited. But no, it could be a whole. It could be. Oh, a, it could be like a fake setup. Correct. Wow. Porn filmed by drone looks like. Not safe for work, planet Earth. I don't know what that means. All right. I wouldn't click on that. Yeah, no, this is a thing. Okay. Well, we just discovered something. Well, it's been out there. You you and I just discovered it ourselves. Hmm. Well, the people that actually did it discovered it. Weird. The only drone porn I have is when I flew it into the ocean. I would think you could be a porn star if it was drone porn. How so? Because there's no one in there watching you. Right. There's no cameras. There's no people saying go. There's no people saying that fast. You just hear this in the window. You could do it. You could do it. You can do it. Jerry, I have here a letter I got in the mail. I got a letter too, actually. You did? I did, and I couldn't read it because the guy's handwriting was horrendous. Interesting. I wonder if we got the same letter. I got a letter that was sent certified mail. Whoa, no, mine wasn't certified. Now, certified mail means what? Someone has to sign for it? And they're paying for it, too. A little extra, I believe. This letter cost this gentleman $3.84. Right. There you go. He needed to know that someone signed for this and got it. So I thought I would read it to you, Jerry. Probably it's, uh, very important. It's addressed to Al Hughes Dukes okay. here at the Boomer and Carton Show. Handwritten letter on a note paper, Jerry, with the proper date of May. Al Dukes, this is Greg from Maine. I was the last caller on Monday, May 15th, 2017. I want to thank you for taking my call. I am an author. I played one year professionally in Germany in 1990. 
Now, no indication of what Basketball or baseball? Doesn't say. I would say probably basketball, but okay. I attended the University of, at Puget Sound in Tacoma, Washington. My first live NBA game was the Cincinnati Royals versus the Baltimore Bullets. Older gentleman, I suppose, Jerry? Yeah. I consider myself an NBA guru. I love the show and plan on calling back. Thanks again. I'm originally from Cincinnati. Greg in Maine. He paid he paid three dollars to just send you that? Well send me a thank you, Jerry. It's it's, a, no no, it's very nice. In this day and age of people texting a thank you or emailing a thank you. A handwritten letter, Jerry. I didn't say it wasn't nice. I oh, just it don't is understand nice. why. Yeah, I'm not sure why either, but uh Greg from Maine, I got your letter. Thank you. Interesting. And did you see that New York former now Rashad Jennings, he's playing in the football or no more? I don't think anybody signed him yet. He just won Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Which Someone means... actually hit me up on Twitter today asking me why I'm not putting that in the updates. <laughs> I mean, if that's what we're coming to, I'm out. Did you tell him to send you a certified letter about it? Then possibly. Uh, no, I did so not. So you're out if we're going to start putting Dancing with the Star updates. But I he's am the not, winner. I am not putting Dancing with the Star updates. You're in not even my, acknowledging. No. In fact, he beat out. I can't do. I can't do the Stanley Cup. And you want me to do Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I was just an oh by the way as you're no. leaving. Oh no, by the way, Rashad Jennings. Oh won by the dancing. way, the Penguins won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's come down to. And you want me to do Dancing with the effing Stars? Only the winner. No, not a weekly What's next update. The Bachelor updates when Aaron Rodgers' brother's back. Well, he's he used out. to play football. He's not on there anymore. I mean, Jerry. come on, man. No, I'm not doing that. Rashad Jennings just beat out. Uh, David Ross, that Chicago Cub. Yes. Former Cub. I know. I thought he was going to win David Ross. So very big. And then did you see there was a Twitter war yesterday? I did read this. Scott Van Pelt of ESPN. Can you explain to me how Jay Mariotti is suing Scott Van Pelt for a tweet, post, whatever you want to call it, that whether it implicates him or not, doesn't mention him? Right. How can you sue a guy for that? Yeah, they got into a, quite a battle yesterday on Twitter, Scott Van Pelt versus Jay Mariotti. Does Jay Mariotti uh, work? I'm not even aware of he uh, does where, a podcast. where he's working now. Which is what Van Pelt was taking issue with. Like, he's got this big mouth, as Scott Van Pelt said, the big mouth to who? You're talking to yourself. Now, I don't know. Mariotti may have 100,000 subscribers at $3 a month. I have no idea. You don't know. But... You know, this back and forth seems odd to me, considering, you know, he's talking about, Mariotti was talking about suing ESPN, and he's going to take over the network because they're going to owe him so much money. Right. Not based on those tweets. Mm -hmm. And also, he does have an incident in his past from the story I read, so... Which is what the tweet was about. Right, but it doesn't mention him. I gotcha. That's my point. Oh, I see. So he inferred the tweet was about him... Which is fine, but if I'm, why couldn't that have just been a random post? Right. I, that, I don't get that one. I really don't. And I, you know how much money he must be spending on lawyers? I do love a good Twitter beef, Twitter battle. And this one seems serious, and This too. one did seem serious. Scott Van Pelt versus Jay. I get Jay Mariotti and uh, Dan Lebitard confused. Okay. Like, sometimes when I see, uh, when I was originally writing this on the show sheet today, I wrote, uh... Scott Van Pelt versus Dan Lebitard Twitter feud. That would have been interesting because I work for the same company. (laughs) 
Oh, then, then again, we got Mike and Craig, so. That's true. Why not? Same radio Imagine station. Imagine if Mike battle. was on Twitter. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, I would love it. We'd go back and forth. The, did you see the picture of Mike on the train? I did. That was fascinating. Yeah. Last weekend, I guess it was, or last Friday or yeah. Saturday, maybe Friday, I got so many tweets, photos of Mike on the Long Island Railroad. The whole trip, Mike looking at the board in the station. How creepy. Mike on the train. Uh, pictures of the guy sitting across from Mike, people not believing that this guy doesn't realize he's sitting across from royalty. Think about that, though. It's just creepy. People taking this picture nonstop. <laughs> it was, I thought it was really interesting. Like you think it's God. Yes. Uh, that was very cool. I actually like that. You do like that? I, I did like are that. Are you the type that when you see someone or something you want to take a picture of, you'll make it like you're texting and yes. start snapping pictures? I would do that. I really? haven't had that opportunity, but I would do that. Oh, you haven't? While you stalk out... Bruce Springsteen down the shore. You haven't done that yet? You haven't seen him? No. I saw him the one time. When he brushed your shoulder? When he brushed by. No, I tapped Have him on. Have you washed that shoulder since I that t- day? No, he. I touched his shoulder with my hand. Oh, you didn't pat him on the ass? No. That would have been awesome. He went back. Slight man. I told you. He's very small. And um, I was I was told that if I were to try to sneak a photo, he would be shy and then leave the venue and then everyone would be angry. And then there'd be a mob scene after Al Dukes. Yeah, so I did not want to try to sneak. But if I was out on the boardwalk where I've sure. heard Bruce Springsteen uh, roams around like a Manasquan area, I would try to uh, take a photo. How many hours have you spent on the boardwalk with your telescope looking for Bruce Springsteen? Not many because the times... you're not 14 anymore. It's creepy. The times I've been out there and my girlfriend is like, oh, we should look for Bruce Springsteen. I'd be And I would know where he was. I'd be like... He's in Australia right now touring, so he's not going to be here in Manasquan. So you know when you can and cannot look for him. That's right, Jerry. Very interesting, dude. Very interesting. Stalking out Bruce Springsteen. So if you would like to send a certified letter, you can send that to WFAN, 345 Hudson Street, New York, New York, 10014. Until Al Hogrady is. Yes, Um, certified. I'm not being a jackass. I'm serious. Very serious. All right. When these people do these Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. how many of them are having oh. sex, do you think? Oh, constant. I bet all of them. Because, because they, you are so close and intimate. For hours, hours every time. week. Yeah. Yes. I wonder that. I wonder that. I was talking to my wife about this. She, she, of course, oh, no, they're working. No, oh, oh, shut up. Yeah, they're working, of course. In fact, that guy, you know uh, Robert from Shark Tank, Robert Hershkowitz. I remember, he, yeah, I, yeah. Well, he was on that show dancing. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, he ended know. up. He may still be with the, the his dancing partner. Oh, is that true? That's right. Well, she shouldn't have another partner then. That's right. That wouldn't go well. Yeah, especially like if you meet your wife as your dancing partner and she still keeps doing the Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, soon to divorce. Yeah, I gotta go. All right, Jerry. The warm up show is next. It was terrific. Too. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning. This portion brought to you by Sam's Club. What is up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I see you wearing Mickey Straw and the Duke and Max and Dot. Right, exactly. Not I the said, Duke. Oh, I was trying to make a play on. Oh, you were doing the um, yeah talking baseball. Correct. I watched the Mets last night, Jerry. And this Matt Harvey, I know like his stat line, he only gave up three hits. Yeah, but he walked four guys again. Walked four guys. He it seemed like he just labored through every batter. That's what he's been doing. And I don't understand when, you know, they score seven runs on the Padre pitcher and he's gone. Yeah. Like in the first inning. Jolish Chassin. Chassin. So then Harvey is pitching against a relief pitcher who's hitting. And throwing the guy trick 
you know, sliders and curl. Throw the fastball <laughs> right down the middle. Right, this guy hasn't <laughs> swung a bat in nine months. Right, he's a relief pitcher. He always gets pinch hit for when his turn comes up. And he drew a walk. Yeah. I mean, this is what Harvey... See, the one thing, to be fair to Matt Harvey, and none of us know this, like Clayton Richard of the Padres also had this, thora- what's it called, thoracic, thoracic outlet syndrome. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, this could take him a year before he's back to himself. I mean, his velocity, from what I saw last night, uh, I was trying to go back and forth between the two games when I got home. I saw 92, 93. That's okay. But it's not 98. It's not 97. It's going to take him some time to build up, I would think. Not to mention the head case he's got going on. Yeah. The head games. Yeah, that, that just made me crazy. Just uh, throw I, a fastball. There's nothing worse when you see a pitcher in the fifth inning, not through five innings, in the fifth inning at like 93 pitches already. It's like, God, what are you doing? They do that sometimes like when you watch highlight packages as well on Sports Center or right. wherever. And they'll go, uh, Max Scherzer had 12 strikeouts. And they show him striking out the opposing pitcher. Oh, congrats. Good <laughs> but, job. Well, you want that to be an automatic. It is an automatic. It's right. not an automatic. I know, but I'm just saying. Bartolo like, Colon hit a home run last year. So it's not an automatic. But I don't need to see in a highlight package of limited that. highlights a, a masterful right. pitcher striking show out. Show him a, striking out Mike Trout. Yes. I agree with that. Exactly, Not Jerry. Jared Weaver. Not Jared Weaver. Right. Um, and then uh, some NFL stuff, Jerry. Sheldon Richardson, I guess uh, the the media got to hang around with these NFL players yesterday. So OTAs are going on. OT- now, though, that stands for what? Uh, vol- what do they work out? Volunteer workouts? I Nailed forget it. what they're called. Uh, Eddie, you have any idea? Optional team activity. Something like ah, that. Whatever. Do. But they're, they're back on the field. And, you know, it's kind of cool because the media gets to see them for the first time in a couple of months. They open up the locker room. Uh, and so Sheldon Richardson, remember everything that happened last year with the Jets? He and Brandon Marshall got into a little bit of a, maybe a fight, a, a shouting match in Kansas City, and that was an ongoing problem all year. Here was Richardson yesterday. This is courtesy of SNY, uh, as he essentially references Marshall, and the media eats it up. Locker room's a whole lot easier to get along with now, so, yeah. Y'all so thirsty. You put, you put the ball on the tee, Sheldon. Y'all so thirsty. Oh, man, y'all so thirsty. I just said we got 15 reasons why it ain't. Why it's better. <laughs> Y'all so, so thirsty. You're thirsty. Have you heard that before, Jerry? I ha- well, I understand the reference. You're thirsty for a story, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I've never to, used it. I used to hear it, uh, the younger people, Jerry, when, like, let's say you were a young fella in the dating world. And uh, you had this one woman who kept trying to get you to ask her out. You might say to me, that girl's so thirsty. Meaning, looking for this is a new some term. sort of reply from you. Got it. Is this like Begging. the social media world that Not you're in? Not social media. Just, you know, I... Like, do you, do you tweet at people? Are you thirsty for some dukes? No, no, no. I don't do that. Oh, okay. I don't use that term. Because that would be like right up your alley. But I've heard it because, Jerry, I hang around young people. Millennials. What, your nephews and nieces? Well, what young people are you hanging out with? I see things on the internet. Oh, so you're not hanging out with them. <laughs> well, you're kind of stalking them online. I kind of see things on the internet. And y'all so thirsty <laughs> just means like you're begging. Is that your, is that, that's the hat, isn't it, for Friday? Y'all so thirsty. That's the hat in the shirt. No. Stay woke. Y'all so thirsty. <laughs> that's going to put <laughs> that on the doing? back. <laughs> Stay woke. Y'all so thirsty. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, now, I saw a lot of people, uh, I see in the papers today, they're like, oh, when Brandon Marshall shows up, we can see what his take on it is. But I saw a writer from uh, Newsday had already 
reached out to Brandon Marshall and uh, she'd uh, put up the text back that he wrote back to her. And it was a very generic, I'm looking forward to uh, winning Which, a championship with the Giants. And that's a very veteran response. Yeah, very veteran response. Just move on. Like, uh, that's over. Yeah, and then speaking of social media, Jerry, and you also thirsty and things like that, a Jets wide receiver, Devin Smith, said uh, no one from the Jets called him to tell him he was cut. He saw it on uh, Twitter. Yeah, that's the way these things go apparently these days. Do you think that's how your demise will go? I'm just saying, you know, if you no. lose a job in the future, you'll see it tweeted. No, I think Mark will very casually come out to the newsroom and say, today's your last day. Oh. Or well, he'll pull me into the office and say, listen, today's your last day. I don't think I'll see it on Twitter because I don't think Mark's the type. Mark, I don't think, is on Twitter or on Facebook. Right, or but I'm any sure the things. Jets didn't put out. I hey, we've um, cut Devin Smith. Right, but no one's reporting on this radio station. I for would the report most that. Part. Now, would I be able to retweet that or tweet that out if go I for it. if of I course. saw you be let go? If I've been fired, Jerry's been let go. Have at it. Please retweet. Now, in fairness, if that happens to you, we jump on the bandwagon as well. Yeah, you'd have to tweet that out. Duke's out. <laughs> That's it. Hashtag you're also thirsty. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're also thirsty for media news out there, Jerry. <laughs> I'm gone. So that stinks that he was cut via Twitter. Uh, but I guess... Uh, he was, was he a second-round pick? I think it hasn't gone well for him. He has not had a great career. If that's what you want to call it, yes. yes. Are you into the new... Cele- I shouldn't say new, but are you into the celebration rule where this league is funny? You can't do anything. 15 yards. NFL. Now... As long as you don't have a knife or a gun, have fun. So I love that the, the they have to come out and say, to adult men, you can now do snow angels. <laughs> Let me think about that. That is going to be allowed now. Do you think the <laughs> choreographing has begun already? Or guys getting their yeah. dance moves. Yeah, certain guys so like, like in the, Antonio Brown. Like the fun bunch of the Redskins back in the 80s. Like that's that would be a go. Right? I mean, yes. according to what I'm reading, you, that sounds great. You can do snow angels, you can use the ball as a prop, right. and you can do group displays. So the fun bunch would work. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see, have you ever seen when the Red Sox win a game, the outfield of uh, Betts and Bradley and Benatendi, they get together and they have this little routine they do, and then they, they jump up in the air. That would be a good touchdown celebration. That'd be a good one. I think that's why Odell Beckham hasn't been at OTAs. He's working on right. his dance moves. <laughs> sure. For I'm that. Sh- I'm sure he is. You he, see the deal he got? Uh, yes, sneaker deal. 29. 25, I thought it was 25. Whatever, $5 million per is being reported. Per year, five-year deal. And that was all because Adidas tried to jump in. Yeah, and, they, and Nike got to match it. How about that? And his mom is his business manager. Yeah, Good that I don't. Her. What do you pay her? That's that's the only reason why. First of all, he has an agent that right. c- did the deal. And she's the then business they go, manager. The mom's the, you know, her extensive business uh, knowledge. I'm sure she went well, to business she school. She did, and well, I'm you, sure. We don't know that. I'm pretty sure. You might be right. We <laughs> don't know that. So you give her 5%? If, if yes. it was your mom, what would you give her? I w- would I hire my mom to yeah, well, work out a deal? 5%, I guess that's what the deal is. You would go standard. You wouldn't give your mom anything extra. That's no, kind of crappy. Standard procedure. That's well, That's listen, awful. I'm sure my mom has as much business acumen as Odell Beckham's mom. You don't. So, 5%. <laughs> it's just like a thank you for giving birth. Here's 5% of my and sneaker nothing deal. else. Now, uh, Jerry, this is a man who, if he gives his mom a lottery ticket for Mother's Day and, like, she asks, she wins, he wants a cut. Oh, shut yeah, up. Because he technically bought it. 5%. Is that the gift? A I lottery gifted. ticket? No, I'm saying if you do do a gift of a lottery. You wanna, what is the number? Because if she gets $2 back, you don't, you're not getting 20 cents. What is the number? She's got to win at least $100? Uh, yes, that's fair. 
I just said in general, a, lot, a lottery gift is a terrible gift. One, 99% of the time, you're giving me nothing. Uh, more than probably 99%, right. And then if it does hit big, well, I kind of bought that. So it's really kind of yours. Kind of. Well, not really. Yes. I so, mean, in theory, when you bought your niece or nephew sneakers, why don't you just take them back? You bought them. I did buy them. Right. Well, you do That's do the some idea of a gifts, gift, Jerry. Oh, you don't gift. take those back. No, you shouldn't. All right. What is wrong with you? Uh, yeah, so that's Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> You're out of your now, mind. Now, you still can't do, you still can't <laughs> pretend uh, in celebrating these touchdowns that you're using a weapon, like that dude who shoots the bow and arrow. Yes. Or having sex. Or that, anything uh, graphic. <laughs> so, no. So, the twerking, is the twerking no, out or is that good? Twerking's out. Twerking's out. That's sexually suggestive and provocative. I guess. Both of those things. What is it provocative of? Your exactly. butt shaking. Right. So what? What is wrong with that? Well, it's a body. I've heard you're a butt shaker. <laughs> it's a body part rumbling up and so down. So a body part like rumbling up and down they is suggestive like of nothing. Well, if I was the coach, I'd say, turn that into a snow angel. <laughs> right. That's exactly. a better move Twerking. for you. This per- Shut up, Eddie. This portion brought to <laughs> you by so Sam's thirsty. Club. <laughs> turn up the heat this Memorial Day with Sam's Club. Save on select cuts of steak, Gatorade, 28 packs, and more. Find these savings online or at a Sam's Club near you. A lot more to do, including the big guys, Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fans. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, this portion brought to you by GNC. Before we get back to it, Mets beat the Padres 9-3 to with that seven-run first inning. Matt Harvey just five innings, but he did get the win. Royals over the Yankees 6-2. to Yankees were cruising in this game. We even touched on them. Uh, Jordan Montgomery was really good. Gives up a home run and a base hit. Comes out of the game, and then the Yankee bullpen couldn't hold it. They wound up losing 6-2. to Cavaliers beat the Celtics 112-99. They have a 3-1 lead. Senators over the Penguins 2-1 series tied 3-3. Portion brought to you by GNC. It's GNC's lowest Prices of the season sale now through June 7th on diet and test support, fish oil, and more. Change begins at GNC. Select products only. Season is March 30th, May uh, May 31st. Uh, they had in Arizona yesterday, just quickly, Al, they had a cow off. So the pitchers of the Diamondbacks uh, milked cows to see who could produce more milk. During the game this was? This was prior to the game. They oh, didn't pre-game. do this during the game. That would have been odd. Uh, this was in the pregame. The whole idea was uh, a dairy farm donated a whole bunch of milk. Uh, to a charity, but do you think you could squeeze milk out of a cow if not. you had no experience and no. said, go? No, because I've seen this on, like, uh, talk shows, uh, you know, where they try to, like, make the talk show host uncomfortable and have them uh, uh, milk a cow. Yeah. And they never, what? they feel, they don't pull on it hard enough because they think it's... You're going to hurt the cow. Yeah, they think they're going to hurt the cow, but you really have to... So you actually know what to do. Like, you know to grip and tug. But I ha- I don't know the pressure that you put on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've seen people do it, and then I've seen people be very tentative about it. Right. I think I'd be tentative because I would think the cow would kick me in so the So there were face. three relievers that did this. If me, you, and Craig, or me, you, and Eddie did it, you think you'd be out. I think Eddie would win. hard to squeeze. I think Eddie would win because he's like seems like a farm kind of guy. Well, he likes animals. Yeah, exactly. Right. He likes animals, so he's probably seen those things before on other animals and knows how he knows his way around those sorts of things. Here come Boomer and Carton. Oh. Now, fan. 